Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. It's another beautiful day to be alive. All right. It's still Strong Girl Winter. We're staying strong. We're keeping our shit together. We're keeping it tight. We're working on ourselves. Ella, how has your Strong Girl Winter been coming? What progress have you made? Tell me about your journey. So, you know, I'm going to be real with y'all, okay? So this morning, I got up early. I got up early. I made a full breakfast. I drank some coffee. I got some housework done. You know, I'm doing da-da-da-da-da. It's one. I'm tired, bro. I got a. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. I like got a full eight hours last night of sleep, and I woke up and I got a bunch of stuff done. So I feel very successful in what I've accomplished today. But I'm like, this is exhausting. So, you know, if you're not feeling great about your strong girl winter every single day, that's okay. Now I'm gonna have glass number two of coffee. Is it a good oh. idea? Is it a bad idea? We'll figure it out later. How about you? How's your strong girl winter going? I have to say my strong girl winter is coming amazing. I don't know if it's the endorphins from like going to the gym so consistently. The fact that I saw my parents, I didn't drink this weekend. Very wholesome. I don't know if it's the fact that I'm just like really put the, you know, when you just choose to focus on yourself, like there is a moment where you choose like fuck this bullshit me. So I am like in great spirits. I'm feeling like energized. I did leg day. I'm starting to see the booty getting bigger. Getting my butt bigger is not something I ever really thought of. But now like I go to the gym and like I, I'll be transparent. Girls booties are amazing. Okay. And they're always like out there. And I'm like, oh, mine has so much more potential than this. Like I want a bubble butt too. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm working on it, baby. I'm working on it. But you know what? It's It's been a good week. I I put together a playlist because we're keeping, we're going strong. We need some motivation. Yes. Um, I did, you know, I did not think of the boys for this playlist. Like if you're a man and you want to listen to it, like go for it. I wasn't thinking about you. You know, that takes a like, this is for the girls, for the girls. I was thinking about the girls. So Women empowerment. Uh, women empowerment. So find our link in our bio. All right. Well, that's good. I've been going to the gym too. I've been more confident in the gym. I've decided that I'm okay with taking up space. You know, like I... I feel like often with lifting weights, sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I I don't lift heavy enough to use a squat rack. And you know what I said? I said, fuck that. Who cares? Who cares? If I want to use a squat rack, I can use it. I have the same right to use it as anybody else in this gym. So, like, I was being overly courteous about using gym equipment and trying to be like, take up all this little space because I'm a nice person. But then I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going to take up as much room as I want to just because this is like what men do when they're in the gym. Like, I'm not going to get intimidated by these massive men because like if they were my height, we'd be like lifting the same ratio, you know? Yeah, I'm with you on that. Actually, to this point, I never used a squat rack before because I, I wasn't scared to take up space. I was scared to hurt myself mm. because, you know, like I'm a small lady and like, I don't know, like I usually mean mug at the gym because I've been cat cold at the gym. I'm very defensive mm-hmm. at the gym and I'm really working on like not being that way, but it's hard, you know, when there's predators out there, but I have my gym buddy. He's my neighbor. He's my, be- he's my New York bestie. We've been lifting together and it's honestly been so great. And now I'm like getting to know more people at the gym. I'm working 
working on smiling at people, working at barking at people who aren't so kind to me or looking at me predatory wise. And now I'm like ready to get that pump on. And now I'm ready to like do it by myself. Yes. You know, if he's not there, you know, so I would encourage everybody to get a gym buddy if you're still not comfortable with doing things yourself. Sometimes it's hard to find people at the gym, obviously, but you can go up to somebody that looks like kind of friendly, kind of looks what they're doing and say, hey, can you can you spot me? I love that advice. People building community, even if it's at the gym. So this episode, we're going to talk about love languages and we're going to talk about that not just in your traditional romantic relationships, but also friendships, families, and a little bit into how this can relate to like giving gifts or giving things. Are we ready to get into the episode? (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. everybody so if you don't know what love languages are i would just do a quick google search we'll give you a little synopsis here we didn't come up with these no but we could have you know (laughs) (laughs) these are like the five main ones but i feel like there's a lot in between you know there's words of affirmation there's physical touch there's receiving gifts there's quality time and there's acts of service So basically your love language is how your preference on how you like to receive love and affection. And it's different for different people. You can take like a little quiz online. A lot of people are a mix of things. But I think that just understanding that there's differences and people have different ways that they want to receive affection kind of helps you build stronger relationships. Yes, 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 yes. But I think a big one for me is physical touch. This one, though, be trifling sometimes because sometimes I just get really cut up in the physical touch. I think there's like regular physical touch and there's also like lust physical touch. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that, that gives me a little a little uh, lost in the in the sauce. But it's funny because I feel like in most of my friendships, I don't really like touch my friends. You know, like we hug yeah. every now and then, but we're like sitting on opposite ends of the couch. Like yeah. we're not, we're not really vibing like that. But when it comes to like a romantic relationship, I'm like all over that person, and I love when they touch me. And I feel like I don't know if it's something with like validation with being touched, but like it just feels good. It feels warm. I'm also a whore for getting like my hair played with. All of it. I love all of it. I, I have been working on getting better at like touching my friends, obviously, if they if they allow me, if they allow me to touch them. That's you know a what weird I mean? sentence. That is a weird <laughs> sentence. Um, I uh, always practice the can I touch you, please? Get get some consent. Make mm-hmm. sure they're comfortable with you being up in their, in their space. Yeah, but... a little less awkward way is like, oh, can I give you a hug? Maybe it's a little, <laughs> yeah. of, can I touch you? Can That's I a touch little you? ambiguous. <laughs> Where? No, what I've been doing is like reaching out my hand and being like, can you, uh, you know, it's like kind of caressing, but it's like, it's just like a little touch. I'm like, can you do this to like my friends or being like, going to play with my hair since I have no boyfriend. I need you. I I used to think that my love language was physical touch, but I honestly think that I just have a healthy sexual appetite, which is, you know, cool or whatever. (laughs) But my truly mine is probably receiving gifts and I don't want people to be like you materialistic hoe like you bitch you bitch but I really love like I don't really care like what it is but like if someone literally was like I was at the dollar store and I saw this thing and I thought you would love it so I got it for you like it doesn't matter the value of it but it's someone being away from me thinking about me and then like taking action to show me that they care and know me I think it's also like 
it's like a part of like, oh, they know me so well because it's like my aunt picked me up like a charcuterie board advent calendar. <laughs> okay. It's not actually a charcuterie board. It just looks like one from from Chandler Joe's. And she's like, oh, I know how you like, sh- you know, I know how you like cheese. So You're I got charcuterie. this for you. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. And I was literally over the moon about it. I look at my advent color every day and like, oh, that's so nice that she thought of me. So mine's definitely receiving gifts. And I also really like quality time. And I think with all these love languages, if you're like trying to communicate your needs to your partner, you can be specific in like what you mean by these. So like when I'm saying like, oh, I really like receiving gifts, I I like to specify like, I don't mean diamonds. I mean like Starbucks. Like I don't <laughs> but mean. But like diamonds are cool too. Yeah, I'll oh, I'll se- I'll accept it. Uh, and then like with quality time, like specifying like I really see quality time as like us doing something together without distractions. Because like sitting watching Netflix on your phone, like that's not really quality time to me. Mm-hmm. But that might be for somebody else. So clarifying what you mean by oh like I like this and why. Yeah. So I think with get receiving gifts, I'm a big one. I'm a big whore for this too. Actually, I just like to be loved. I don't I don't care how you show it, but I, I like it. I like food. Food's like a big mm-hmm. one for me. Like feed me, we're good. You don't even have to get me anything like an inanimate object per se. Right. I do I do think it's cute. I think it's mostly the consideration that goes behind mm-hmm. gift giving. I know some people that are really bad gift givers and they're like, I don't know what to get this person. And I'm like, you literally just have to like sit and think about what they like, who they are. And usually like you can find something. But I think it's like so pure and cute when it's like random. I think those are, I have things in my household or in my possession that people have been like, oh, I saw this, I thought of you and I brought it that I don't necessarily even like. <laughs> like yeah. It's a, you know, like I don't even think this is my aesthetic. I'm very confused as like how, like one of my friends gave me this painting of these two raccoons mm-hmm. like cuddled in a bed, right? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I was like, thanks. I don't know why, but she was like, this, I just like saw this and you came up like in my head and I love it so much. And honestly, I think it's the most random shit ever. But the fact that like, it's a representation of me to somebody. I I still have it. I still keep it. It's kooky, but I guess I'm kooky to them, you know? I have like a little... So I have an emotional attachment to candy. Not the food, but the EDM rave-related... Bracelets. Bracelets that you give to each other because like you have like a moment where like they're... They like, you know, they look on their arm to pick. It's not like you just give... Some people give them random, but like some people really look and be like, which one is this person? And then I receive and I'm like, oh my God thank you so much for thinking I'm good vibes and it might not feel like special but to me it's so special because someone chose something for me that like was considerate and stuff and I think kind of transitioning into how this can play out in relationships is that I know for instance like my significant other could really give like could not care less about receiving gifts which makes Christmas harder but easier on my pocket because I know that like I don't really need to go buy them something expensive it's more the thought that counts and my dad always said like with giving gifts, like think about experience, other experiences you could give someone instead of just gifts because some people would rather go do something and have a memory instead of like a physical object. So as we're in the holiday season, think about how other people's love languages 
uh, affect what you can give them. I vibe with this a lot. Um, obviously, we used to be in a sorority off brand. We know we dropped, but we, I had uh, two littles, two, tw- two twins. They chose me. I was overwhelmed because I had no money. Okay, I had zero dollars in the bank account in college. And I remember I made them like two or three crafts. People, the thing about sororities is like, this is where you show up how much money you got and you put it in terms of love, right? Right. So I was straight up with them. I was like, listen, I have no money nor time right now to make you shit, but I promise, like, I'm going to give you experiences. Like... And they had experiences, all right? I I took those girls to music festivals. I took them everywhere. So you, at the end of the day, I, I put on for them in different ways. It doesn't have to only be money. You okay, performed I, a lot of acts of service, too. That's the love language. I performed many acts of service. Yes. I brought them shoes in the morning when they woke up in random places without shoes. I picked them up at 2 or 3 a.m. I picked them up at the hospital. Wherever they needed me to be, I was there. So definitely, like, acts of service is a big one. If you're not, like... I would say with acts of service, this one is big for me because I I guess it, it comes down to you. Like personally, I'm always down there to like help a friend, whatever a friend needs. Like I'm there. And sometimes when I feel like acts of service isn't like reciprocated, I get I take it like super personal. Like I get super mm-hmm. butthurt. You know what I mean? Because it's like I barely ever need anything. And the one time I need something like you're not there, you're not coming through. Yes. And I think that like sometimes – The best way to use love languages is like kind of identifying what someone's love language is. So maybe they're communicating with you that they care about you in a way that you don't give. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a words of affirmation person, but someone's only performing acts of service, you could like feel unloved even though they're showing you a lot of love. So I think like identifying the other person's love language so that you can be like, oh, wow, like when this person does the dishes for me or takes out the trash, like this is them showing that they care about me and that they love me and they're trying to do something nice. So definitely communicate your needs on how you would like to be, you know, what your love language is, but just also recognizing that people are different and being and noticing and being more mindful of how some people will give love, I think makes life a lot brighter and happier once you start recognizing all the different ways that people are showing you that they care. I saw a funny TikTok on words of affirmation that I guess goes along with trust issues, but it's like when your love language is words of affirmation, but everybody lies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And words of affirmation, they're cool. Like I think in my past relationships, sometimes that was some, it, it wasn't as something that I necessarily missed. But every once in a while, girls like to hear that they're pretty, you know? Yeah. (laughs) They're like that they're attractive, that you like what they look like, that you see them putting effort on themselves and you're like, girl, you're looking like like a snack, you know? And I think that comes from like just hype. Like I would love somebody that's like my hype man, you mm-hmm. know, like I want a hype person. I don't want you to just look at me and admire me in silence. Yeah, I definitely get that. I think that there's like sometimes a shift when depending on how long your courting goes, you know, like when you're courting a girl, you're like on your best behavior. You're trying to show her that you like her, cause, <gasps> you know, and then like it kind of gets into this place where you're like, well, no, like this is my girlfriend. Like I have her now, like. 
this is this is it and they I forget yeah, yeah they forget how they gotcha you know which is like by going above and beyond and doing super duper nice things so you know sometimes if you have to tell them hey bro i need a little bit more i need a little bit more of what we got at the beginning okay and if you see that they're not fucking changing their behavior as somebody that prolonged that for a very long period of time like that's Get out, bro. Like, if they're not meeting the bare fucking minimum, like, literally the bare min. Like, if you know they're a nice person and they love you and they would never do anything to you, but at the end of the day, you have to constantly ask, like, for dates, for any of these love languages to be practiced, like, your love language to be practiced again and again and again and again. Like, there's a disconnect. Like, somebody, mm-hmm. somebody's out there taking you for granted, not wanting to put in the work to keep you. I would definitely advise to make sure you're communicating the needs so that you're not like silently wanting someone to do something because if you don't ask then it's just like guaranteed disappointment if the person doesn't do it but if you ask for something and it can be very casual like we don't need to sit down and have a whole fucking conversation but if you continually have to ask and they're not making changes they're probably not gonna change they're not and then and then they're gonna come later and be like you know i get it but i don't even want to change and then you're like i just wasted four years of my life it's fine Hey, we turn our L's into lessons. <laughs> L, L only stands for lessons. Um. Okay, so really quickly, we talked about like romance, but definitely like applying, you can apply this to friendships and to family members. I think like a lot of people kind of underestimate like how to show love to people that it might feel awkward. Like, I don't know, like sometimes showing like affection to my brother feels like really weird, you know? Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah like you know but just check in with your people think of be a little bit more of an active thinker when it comes to like okay I want to do this for my mom but is she gonna actually like it or is this how I want to receive love you know oh for me I've been more on a journey to try to become more romantic in a platonic sense like with my friends and that comes like in different ways because you don't only have to be romantic in your fucking you know partner relationship Mm -hmm. or whatever and going on friend dates is always great like that goes into quality time I love a friend date I actually whenever I'm trying to have like a one-on-one when I actively like say just you and me and then people add other people it's like annoying because I'm like no I'm trying to have a moment with you you know what I mean like have a moment some quality time I'm trying to have a moment girl give me the give me the time it's like only an hour we can meet up with people later but I feel like it's so important to have that one-on-one with people maybe if you are in friend groups and you're always together Mm. yes your relationships are involving as a friend group but one-on-one is like so different that and you get to just like get really to the issue like not like core issues of the person or whatever but like sometimes in groups it's really hard to open up about Mm -hmm. certain things and when you're one-on-one with somebody that's just like completely different like people let their guard down so much more when it's just one-on-one and you like have trust than being constantly in a group where you might like be drinking or doing like other activities that were kind of like distractions with that also I'm like somebody that says I love you to my friends because I I do like I you know I feel it I genuinely like I can look at someone and be like I love you like I'm obsessed with you and not in a way that like you know I'm trying to I'm trying to spang but sometimes it's weird 
weird. Sometimes it's weird, mostly when it's with boys. I would yeah. I would say like I, I had boys that were younger than me that I didn't like I felt like our friendship was so they see me as somebody older that I didn't mind being like, oh, I love you or blah, blah, blah. But sometimes there's like a couple of friendships where I'm like, yo, is it weird? Like, like, is it weird if I start saying I love you? Like, maybe I should tell them I don't expect it back. But it's like not weird for me to tell you that I love you. Yeah. So I'm I say I love you to everybody because guess what? (laughs) I do. I love everybody. Uh, Love means something different for everybody. But like if I if I genuinely like like you and like really enjoy spending time with you and I value you as a human being and want the best for you. Like, isn't that like love? Like that is what what it is. And sometimes I say I love you too soon in relationships, but it's like, oh, but it's like, I don't love you like that. Like, not like I'm not like in love with you, but I love you. Like, I care about you. I value you. I appreciate you. Like, I would I would lie for you. You know, who, who are we scheming to together? Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Crazy things happen. So I want everyone to like, know, have no fucking questions about like how I felt about that person. If anything happens to me. Not to be weird, but if I Sometimes get hit by it, a fucking truck, I want everyone to know that I loved them. <laughs> and girls are way more receptive to it. Like when you say I love you, they're like, oh, I love you too. Or like, you know, the illy. But there is a satisfaction sometimes that I get when my guy friends start like when I end up FaceTime and I'm like, okay, I love you. And then they say it back. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Friendship love. Friendship love. <laughs> Interestingly enough, a lot of languages have multiple words for love and English only has like like and love. It's so whack, dude, because sometimes I'd be I'll be like liking boys and like in Spanish, there's like so many. Right. There's like te quiero, which is like kind of like and I want you. I care about you. It's like a lower like I love you because I feel like in America, people so much emphasis on that word like love is like, you know, so sometimes, yeah, it's kind of annoying not to be able to express yourselves like yourself in more ways than just like one word kind of dumb in my opinion but you know Uh, yeah that's definitely something I've observed from about Americans and English it doesn't make sense so people (laughs) sometimes you're like people are like oh my god I cannot believe you said I love you and I was like bro it's really not that serious like dial it back dial it back you're you're making it weird now yeah (laughs) I know I told you I love you, but you're making it weird. Like, this just kind of means, like, I care about you. I fuck with you. Like, don't make it weird. Well, some guys are like, I've never said I love you to anyone. You're like, okay, so my bad. (laughs) I've said it to a lot of people. I said it to my mailman, okay? Like, love you, bye. Like, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And I know that, like, saying I love you to people means means differently to people, I guess. Yeah. Some people take that really seriously and stuff. But I think if you're somebody who has never said I love you to anybody, like not even your friends, saying that in a relationship is like a lot of pressure. Mostly if like they say it first. And a good way would be practicing with your friends. Like, do you love your friends? Let them know. Let them know you love them. It's okay. it's cute to care, actually. I love you, bro. I love, I love you, bro. <laughs> I love working out with you every day. I love that we have the same morals and values. That's from, um. I've been watching florida bama shore and that show that show is a mess yeah dude but they have they have like a little bro love and they're always like i love you bro i put you over everybody but some (laughs) bros aren't capable of that have you ever told the man you loved him and they're like "Eh." (laughs) yeah i remember being like we were talking about it and i was like honestly like i love you like i tell a lot of dudes i love them not not to like diminish this moment but like i have french i love you on like a friend level and he was like yeah i got love for you 
but I don't love you. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I was like, that's a little bit of a weird distinction and kind of feels like semantics to me, but sure, sure. I the first time I told my ex-boyfriend I loved him he said oh I think I love you too (laughs) I think I think bitch you don't have to it's not a thought it's an emotion it's a feeling (laughs) I should have known (laughs) and that's the gag ain't it And also the reason I said it was because I was about to go to a music festival. And, you know, sometimes a music festival, you're like in your feels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to accidentally like text him and be like, hey, again, like, I love you. He ended up going to the music festival and being like, oh, my God, like, I love you so much. And I'm like, oh, now you love me. Now you love me. Yeah, I, you know, I've learned from experience that if you're dating someone, you should hold back on the I love you for just a little bit because some people yeah. do get a little scared. And also you don't really need to explain your whole ethos about how you think you're gonna fucking die so that's why you say i love you that's like a little too much early on and i literally was just like holding it back and then i was like okay i think it's appropriate now and then he said it back i was like okay cool love that happy that went the right way (laughs) oh all right everybody again those love languages are words of affirmation physical touch receiving gifts quality times and acts of service in this holiday season extend what you think is a typical gift and how you can accommodate to people's love languages plugs of the week all right my plug of the week is cc closet nyc uh and that's spelled out c-e-e-c-e-e closet nyc and they are a black woman owned business and they sell um, a bunch of stuff so african exfoliating nets which is better than loofahs because they don't build as much bacteria also bonnets and head wraps as well as some really cool fashionable clothing inspired from they're from africa so they have like really cool african prints and really cool stuff on their site Again, that's CC's Closet NYC. My plug of the week goes to the podcast Latina to Latina. It is a podcast that is basically that. It's Latinx women talk be, being interviewed by another Latinx woman. They range from careers. So like if you are thinking about acting, being a comedian, being a doctor, whatever, whoever, these are their stories, essentially, like how they, they're coming of age, how they came to be in that position and that power. I love it mainly because, again, like Latina stories go unrepresented all the time. I don't get to hear them very often and hearing somebody else kind of coming from same background, same experience is really powerful for me. Also, all the women that are interviewed are the most amazing, like their work ethic is just incredible. They're inspiring. So I definitely recommend that you go check it out during your Strong Girl Winter, Latina to Latina. You don't have to be Latina to feel inspired. It's just kind of an added fucking bonus. All right. Have fun listening. Those are the plugs of the week. Okie dokie, friends. Well, we hope you enjoy the episode. Until next time, keep strong in this strong girl winter. Keep going. Keep thriving. Keep working on it. If you need motivation, let me know. I got you. I'll be your hype man this entire strong girl winter. As always, please subscribe. Please tell a friend. Tell actually five friends. You want to give us something for a holiday? My love language is you telling your friends about things for your concern, okay? Oh, yeah, Um, baby. Yeah, 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 baby. Uh, Go follow us on Instagram, at thanks for your concern. And then our personal socials, mine is at Bernice Diaz M. And I'm at Ella L. Tudor. All right, bye-bye. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Toodles!